What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sons of Legends. It's your boy, Art Dog, here with your homeboy, MJ Gunner. Oh, we're back, and we ain't no champ, but we are here with my good friend, Teddy the Champ. That's right. Yes, sir. Teddy man, the oh, Champ man. is in the building, back again. I got the best again. intros in the biz, Art, and I don't want to hear it. I got you, my intro off, and I introduced the guests at the same time. You absolutely the best. suck. The best, Art. What's going on, Ted? <laughs> Hey, what's up? We're up in here. It's good to be back. Good to be back. Thanks for having me. Glad for having you back, bro. We got a lot of stuff to jump into. Um, Matt, I'll let you take the lead on this one, bro. Where you want to start? Uh, I guess we'll start with Raw. Uh, yeah. We can definitely start with Raw. The first thing I want to talk about on Raw, though, is uh, Shayna Baszler. Where does she go from here? Uh, you see, now this is kind of where I was gonna segue in. You know, we didn't start with the, with the Becky thing, but you know, Becky uh, released about this week. You know, she's gonna be a mother. I'm happy Congratulations to Becky Lynch for uh, getting impregnated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm happy. Not for her. by me. I didn't do it. Just for the record, <laughs> it was not me. me. Yeah, well, you finally get your wish, Art. The belt's finally offered. You ain't got to see her every week. I never wanted it this way. Oh, yeah. Believe me, as big of a Becky fan, Becky Lynch fan that I am not, mm. I never wanted it to happen this way. I would rather for her to have built someone mm. off of her status and help mold a new superstar from what she's gained. Now you see And this helps no one. That's where we're they see now that's the problem because they gave the belt to Asuka and you know I'm sure Asuka will be a fine champion. But the thing is Becky Lynch has been on a year long run and she's pretty much smashed everybody in the roster everybody in the raw women's Except division. Except Asuka though. She beat Asuka a few times. But while she was champion Asuka did get Three wins over her. But she's defended the title against Oscar twice. Yes. My yes. point being that nobody feels like they were on Becky Lynch's level. So, Teddy, isn't what's that your... the same thing? Isn't that the same thing we went through with Charlotte just, just a couple years ago, though? She went through everybody. And what was left for her to do? Now she has the NXT women's title. So, I mean, we're, like I said, we're looking at the same exact thing we just went through with Charlotte. Yeah. Not necessarily. I mean, Charlotte built people by losing the title, though. Not once did she ever relinquish it. Uh, the point I was trying to make is whoever was whoever's chip now, it's not going to feel like like they want it. It's the same thing, you know. Like whoever it is, not going to be on the same level Becky was because whoever it is didn't beat Becky, you know. So it's Oscar. The, the you ask about Shannon. I can't really say that though. You can't I mean, say that because people have been given championships and had great runs. That's true. People have been handed championships and had great runs. That's so you're true, too. You can see, so you're saying Oscar was the best choice for champion right now? I would say so. I on mean, Raw, yes. Yes, on Raw. Who are you going to put it on? Liv, Shayna, Nia. Those are the three top contenders for the title. Personally, I would have put it on Shayna Baszler, but that's just me. See, if I would have chose, I would have put it on Liv Morgan because I feel like a lot of people say that the woman doesn't make, I mean, the belt doesn't make the woman, the woman makes the belt. But I feel like the belt would make Liv Morgan. People don't really what about understand. Sarah Logan? Sarah Logan's released. 
When did that happen? That happened during Vince's huge tirade of releasing right, everybody. everybody. Right, when everybody else got released. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't see her name on the list. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> and while, while we're on the subject, shit, let's talk about the release of another one. Drew Gulak was just on SmackDown and got released. So was that mid show or what? They're like, you lose, sorry, now you're gone. Like I don't know. Like, bring it back. But we see that Drake Maverick got released and he's still in the cruiserweight ch- tournament. Yeah, that's uh-huh. true. But uh I think this might be a blessing in disguise for Drew Gulak. You know, now he can go somewhere where his talents will be appreciated. Cause I don't think it was appreciated by the WWE audience. I don't know, bro. I you know what, I will agree with that until Daniel Bryan. I wouldn't even because agree the whole, with it then. Drew the whole, the, 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 re- whole cruiserweight, the whole cruiserweight division was severely underrated. It wasn't yes. until people started going off on their own and people started getting a little bit of respect. Bro, it's Drew just, Gulak is one of those. They're just underrated, bro. Nobody watches 205. But those right. are some of the best matches in WWE is on 205. And nobody and cares so, because they don't... That, the WWE audience isn't really too fond of cruiserweights. I, I just feel like the cruiserweight title was begged for and unappreciated. Okay. Really. Like much like the women's tag team titles. Begged for and unappreciated because I, yep. I love the women's tag team division. And WWE mm-hmm. just refuses to focus on it. Let's, they yep. pretty much gutted the women's tag team division. I mean, thank God we I got can. the Iconics back this week. How do you feel about their return, Teddy? So, Teddy? Teddy? Who? Who? Who came back? The Iconics. Wait, who? The Iconics. I don't. I don't even remember their career. Shut <laughs> them out, the champ. You remember who they are? They don't. They don't mean. Oh, they're the annoying twits from Australia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The ones who had like two matches. Yeah, I barely remember them. Oh, whatever. Well, they got a win over Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. The tag. They got a win over. Uh, they got a win over Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Uh, Teddy, the champ. She was in that match. It was Alexa Did she and take a the little funky. <laughs> we saw it. I saw it. Nikki is sidekick. Nikki and sidekick. Nikki is the sidekick. They I, even announce her as Alexa Bliss and her me. best friend, Nikki Cross. I love Alexa Bliss and <laughs> Nikki Cross right now. I think they are hilarious together. I think that Nikki makes Alexa more likable. That's what I said. She makes her a more likable face. And Matt Nothing was, makes Alexa more likable. Yeah. Gunner was the one that pointed that shit out because I didn't really, I mean... I never really gave Alexa Bliss her credit for what she's done. A lot of people don't, Art. That people like to act like, you know, they, they, it literally hurts them to say anything positive about her at But all. again, Alexa Bliss was handed everything like you try to say Charlotte Flair was. Because she was, Art. The only difference is Alexa wasn't having five-star matches. Charlotte was. Oh, give me a break. Okay, fine. She still uh, isn't. Charlotte does have better matches than Alexa Bliss. Are you happy? Yes, she does. Are you I satisfied? Know. But I'm but I'm saying Alexa Bliss is very likable, very talented. She has great moveset. It's just who are they gonna have to fight? I mean the iconics really don't seem like a threat. Well, they just beat them and they're getting a shot at the tag titles this Monday on Raw. Squash match. Like yeah. hell. Yeah, Jibbers. They can't let the titles change hands that fast. No. 
I mean, no. Yeah, Are you really going to have the Iconics be the first ever, the second ever two-time women's tag team? No. Yes. Yes, they are a speedball in the history of the women's tag. They are the herpes on the belts, okay? That's oh, what whatever. <laughs> That's fucked up. Whatever. But I'm just saying, it just it just is what it is. They're not perceived as a threat. I think they need some type of makeover. Why aren't they just got back? Give them a few if weeks. If they're supposed to be heels, they're not so, supposed to be this hilarious. Technically, Arthur's supposed to annoy you with the sound of their voices. They say themselves I, I that they, they, they squeak themselves up. That's to, not to, enough. I wouldn't know. I'd mute them as soon as they come on my TV. I'd like to see them actually be like mean girls. They were. I, I can more still like, hear them on mute. Yeah, more like Lay Cool. They were. And then XT they were. They didn't really start getting the, the big laughs so they got to the main roster. I mean, they're singing songs and shit. When they got to the main roster. I would just more like to see them like demeaning chicks. Yeah. Really taking their flaws and highlighting it. Oh, Charlie, you might be the best wrestler in the world, but you got a mole on your face. Ha! (laughs) (laughs) Shit like that. That would be more acceptable. And if they can win matches... Even if it's in a fucked up way, like a stupid roll up, grab the rope type shit, or holding hands while they pin somebody, it would still be more believable. That type of shit. But the women's tag team division is suffering. It's pretty gutted. They pretty much uh, took down almost every women's tag team that there is. I got the solution, though. Put the Samoan slaughterhouse back together. Now, I would be all for that. Brian Jackson Tamina would be a breath of fresh air in that women's tag team division. Thank you. They'd be the sisters of destruction. There'd be no stopping those two if they're let's together. Put the belts on them and let's ramsack this bitch. If you don't want a tag team division, then let them kill it. Yeah, I keep, that's I keep about it. That one. Cool. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Seth Rollins' reaction to Becky Lynch's pregnancy. Now, here we go. I don't think this was about <laughs> Becky Lynch being pregnant. He's in character. He just lost the WWE title match. Very right? bad timing on WWE. It was very I... bad timing because I've been hearing jokes all week long about how Seth's not very happy Becky's pregnant. Seth's not very happy. <laughs> here's my question. You had one dude that congratulated you, and that was little Ray Mysterio Jr. How are you going to pop his eyeball out of his head because he said congratulations? That was the only dude he looked like that he's the only dude that said congratulations that was nice though and then him coming back saying i don't know what happened out there <laughs> right well, that was great i enjoyed this seth Rollins this week you know he's uh he's mentally unstable because he's pretty much failing at his mission you know he says he needed to be wwe champion right. to save us and he's failed us and now he's upset but i mean Hopefully this leads into more with him and Drew because they actually do have great matches. Yeah, they do. They yeah, that match was on point. And mm-hmm. I hope that it goes on with this because if, it seems like Seth Rollins turning into Randy Orton. Yeah, they have very similar... Uh, that IED stuff, that explosive stuff where he don't know what he just did. Mm-hmm. He's... Killing people and then going, oh my god, I just killed them. <laughs> like, I would not be surprised if Ray came back with a with an eye patch because that was pretty insane. Oh, it's good. 
Yeah, I was looking at that too. I want to know how they pulled it off because I didn't see the blood bag or nothing. Yeah. Maybe they just cut right on the bridge of his nose somewhere. Maybe right under the eye of his mask. Yeah, somewhere right there, like uh, but between the eye and the nose, maybe they just put a little cut. Maybe he just put a little cut right there. I commend them because you don't see gruesome that stuff that gruesome every day in the WWE uh-huh. nowadays. Yeah, the last time I remember seeing something like this was when uh, Randy Orton did the ear thing to Jeff, Jeff Hardy. Hardy. Yeah, yep. we were but just talking about that even too. Hurt, though. You know, like people with gauges will tell you it doesn't even hurt, but. It looked gruesome on TV. Yeah, it looked bad. It was sold well. Right. That's, that's the point of doing all that. Right. All right. So I want to know how you guys feel about this trio of uh, Andrade and Austin Theory and uh, Angel Garza, but it seems like they're breaking already. Well, it's because Austin Theory doesn't speak the right language. Get the white guy out the way. Let's let's go back to the to to, to the, the major league version, the major league version of Lucha House Party. This is like let's go back to Lucha House Party. Grown up, we don't need the white guy. Get rid of him. That's what's gonna happen. This is Austin Theory's push to being a babyface. Makes sense. Yeah, I hope that's what's happening because I really like uh, Vega and Andrade and uh, Garza, Garza together. And you know, Austin Theory does kind of seem like the odd man out. You know, like, it doesn't really fit that well. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'd uh, like to see them kick him, you know, just because the alternative would be them all breaking up and Ross, Ross Hacked individual could not afford that right now. And, but I think they're already screwing it over by having Drew dismantle them by himself. They should be able to jump his ass shield style and leave him laying every rip. Once you get rid of Theory and find a third one that fits, I think that's what will happen, but it's not Austin Theory. They well, hate tag teams. Maybe we all know this. Maybe it's Raul Mendoza. Hopefully it's him because they kidnapped him months ago and nobody's seen him since. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> they hate tag teams. We all know this. It's it's pretty known fact. Well, you say it every week. Well, if it's your true name every is week. not the New Day Are or the Usos. The WWE does not really care. It's true. Well, in my opinion, they do because we just saw Imperium dismantle Matt Riddle for the NXT tag team title. After his tag team partner walked out on him. Yeah, Yeah, don't put that on Matt Riddle. Even losing Matt Riddle hasn't looked strong for some reason or another. He's good. He's good. He's okay. He's good. I mean, he. Like, I don't know how much proving he has to do to you, but he's good. I don't dislike him as much as I used to. You know, he's starting to grow on me a little bit. He should have been grown on yeah. you. I've been telling he's you about okay. Matt Riddle since he knocked that guy out on the Ultimate Fighter and had him moaning. I've never heard you say a word about Matt Riddle until he got the NXT arc. He was a UFC fighter. You always try yes, to come he in here and stunt, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, if your hate for Charlotte Flair wasn't so deep, I wouldn't have to stunt so hard well, for everybody if else. you didn't bring her up every single time we're talking about women's wrestling, maybe my She's hate wouldn't be... Greatest. I don't want to hear it! Hey, wait. Hey, wait. I realized something. We forgot something very, very, very important about Charlotte Flair. What, Teddy? She dropped so many truth bombs on SmackDown Friday night. Yeah, about Sasha elevating Becky, uh, Bailey. I know. 
<laughs> so how long until they turn soggy face again? I mean, Sasha, sorry. <laughs> Come on, Matt. We know this is your soft spot. I'm not going to interrupt well, you. Well, I thought it should have happened a long time ago because I, for one, am sick and tired of watching her elevate everybody else and not getting her own shine. It's been happening like that for Sasha Banks ever since she got to the main roster, if you ask me. First really, a six-time women's champion. Bliss, and now it's Bailey. The only reason why she's a six-time women's champion, Tatum the champ, is because they needed somebody to pad Charlotte Flair's numbers. And unfortunately, Sasha Banks was that person. I don't believe that. Well, it's true. Me neither. Well, it's true. How else do you explain? Take the belt, give it back. Take the belt, give it back. Take the belt, give it back. How else do you explain this, Harsh? How? Why? Why, why did this happen that way? Because then? Charlotte pay-per-view number at the time. They were tripping off of Charlotte's undefeated pay-per-view record. Yeah. And it wasn't even about the title reigns. It was about not beating Charlotte Flair at pay-per-views. She didn't lose a pay-per-view for almost two years. Two years. It wasn't even about the title at that point. Charlotte Flair was a pay-per-view monster. I'm sticking to my story. Which is another reason why I will never in my life be able to say that I am a Charlotte Flair fan. Whatever you say, Charlotte Flair is the greatest I don't hear it, wrestler of all time. Swear I don't God. care what we anybody can't. says, and I have so many points to prove it. Not just title reigns or pay-per-view wins. I mean her Our actual performances. I don't spoons? give a damn what your last name is, because we can go through some third-generation superstars that didn't make it. I say second generation, but third... Even second and third, we can say, what happened to Manu? Manu was here for like five minutes. What the what hell happened to Ted DiBiase Jr.? They tried and he failed. Well, Cody just Rose. Just because you have a Cody's famous last name, don't guarantee you nothing. Uh, your name just doesn't do it alone. You have that Briscoe. I mean, Ricky Steamboat's son didn't make it. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's saying yeah. she's and it, it should be in his blood, bro. Nobody's saying she's untalented. That's my point. You but have I don't to, have, you have to, to like come out how there. they shove that silver spoon you know where. I don't and, have to like it, Art. That, see, okay, you don't have to like it. But my point is, Charlotte was giving Sasha those roses right there. She was handing them to her like, you are better than Bailey, period. You should be above this shit. Well, she should. She should, and I, I give you that. I thought her comeback was geared towards her taking the belt off of Bailey anyway. Which I'm pretty sure it will be. I'm, I'm hoping and praying. I have my fingers crossed that she will be the next SmackDown Women's Champion. And Teddy DeChamp, I don't well, want to hear nothing about crossed. nothing. You said you, you pronounce Lacey Evans Here wrong. We go. Here we go with the greener, hey. the greener than Southern Grass. You pronounce Lacey Evans all wrong. It's not pronounced Sasha Banks at all. Whatever. All I'm going to say is that right hand has got Sasha's jaw tattooed across it. Are you kidding me? Killing her. Killing her with that right hand, baby. Woman's right. Woman's right. Over. Come on. And Lacey Evans. And come to think of it, does Sasha have a win over Lacey Evans at all? Not recently, but yes, she does. 
Another blonde she has to put over. Like What's when that? the feud first started, now? she did. Hey, we don't have... We didn't have any blondes as champion except in NXT. What's that? Three of them now. So don't three. get mad at that. But do you think that they're pushing Dana Brooke right? Is the question. Because she's basically got Naomi's number. Um, Finally. Finally, the only the only issue that I had with Dana is that she looks too plastic sometimes, too much Botox at times. Other time, man, she's been an athlete for years. It's just about time that she's gotten some recognition for it. I like her theme music. <laughs> <laughs> to be completely honest, I think, in my opinion, it was kind of gearing towards too late for Dana Brooke. You know, it's like. Even she's if you do been, start to push her a little bit, you know, the hole she's kind of dug into is kind of deep. But I think if they keep going like this. What, you know, the accidental the, wins? She could get there eventually, right? She's got to get wind wins, not roll yeah, up wins. Yeah, I'm saying, but if she keeps getting accidental wins over everybody. She'll be someone who gets accidental wins. That's oh. what Carmella did, and she won the money in the bank. Now, you're going to tell me that Carmella is more athletic than Dana Brooke? No way in hell. No. Yeah, I don't think Carmella is a... Dana got, Dana got stuck in a bullshit role as the statistician for Titus Worldwide. That's where they like fucked that. up with Dana. I kind of like that. I think but that she was didn't her get to do nothing. She didn't get to get in the ring. She didn't get to showcase nothing. She didn't get to do nothing. But I think that was her most popular was when she was with Titus Worldwide. <laughs> Actually... But still, she wasn't in the ring doing anything. No, it is true. But she could have, she could have pushed them. She could have, you know, took a couple bumps or you know, tripped somebody or got up on the apron and interfered. She could have really hundred percent agree. Turned them into maybe a heel winning group, right? Mm-hmm. Or a face winning group, but still interfere because Lita did it perfectly being a face and still interfering in all the Hardy's matches. She can't hit the hard part out of the way Lita used to hit it. But Dana can clothesline the shit out of you. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I just hope that they're gearing towards her more winning than being stuck in limbo like she's been. Yeah, I right. hear what you're saying. Because she did have the yep. brightest moment in the Money in the Bank match. <laughs> when she pulls Man. down the thing. Pulls down the <laughs> fake briefcase and then... With all the money in it, I would have walked right out the front door and been like, fuck that. You hear me? You think there was that money in it? Yeah, that Bonus was money lying in the briefcase. And then yeah, she pulls it down. Why didn't she she's just like, take the briefcase? I got some money. Because Carmella hit her with the picture... And Stephanie told her that was the wrong one. And then when she came back in the food fight, she still had the picture around her neck. I'd be like, man, what if I got the right one? I'll see y'all later. She had the funniest moment. So let's not get, I mean, her mic skills aren't the best, but skit wise, she could be. Yeah. Yeah. If she could do skits and stuff like that. I feel you. I know how Vince feels about country accents and you know the revival said it on the jericho podcast they were like every time you you start speaking in a southern accent they expect you to be dumb a dumb hillbilly or some shit like that what bad way of thinking and dana brooke has this really thick minnesota ohio type accent 
Yep. And it's true. Really thick where she's like, I can't. I got to go back. Yep. Stop it, Art. <laughs> I mean, what did you expect? And I'm like, God, her accent is thick. But that's one of the reasons why I feel like Vince doesn't take her seriously because it's something with him and accents that he just can't do. Mm-hmm. But so anyway, give her a fucking, give her an advocate. Give her a mouthpiece. No, everybody can't have a mouthpiece. Everybody can't, talk, can't have one. Well, we need, well, we need relationships that are actually working, like Andrade and uh, Vega, and like MVP and Bobby Lashley will be if they get together. Oh, that's a big one for me. Like I'm looking that's forward to that. Good. I'm hoping MVP leads more into the manager role. Yeah. Right. Me too. I can see him getting behind uh, Bobby Lashley over there. They could be huge. He is. A, yeah. He is a great mouthpiece. My guy know how he's got the history behind him. If he starts managing and picking out superstars to build up, he can really do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I love the fact that he's like snatching up all these black superstars. It yeah. fits the role. It can be a new movement type nation of domination type thing, but just class, you know, uh, grown up to 2020. Mm-hmm. Fire. I love that. I'm 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 loving that one, but let's not discredit Bailey's long ass title reign, baby. While y'all just trying to boost Sasha Banks up here. Well, Sasha you know what's Banks awesome about her title, title reign? It's longer than Sasha's. Well, Sasha's in her corner. Excuse her. me, it's longer than everybody's. It wasn't longer. It's than just Becky longer Lynch's. than Sasha's. That's all that matters. Becky's got damn near the longest women's title reign in history besides the fabulous Moolah because nobody's going to beat fucking 30 years. Yeah, you can't beat 30 years. <laughs> but, I mean, in recent history, I think Bailey has the longest title reign besides Becky Lynch. I think uh, she's Oscar, well, yeah. the longest on SmackDown. Yeah, longest reigning yeah. SmackDown women's champion. And she doesn't even have to say combined anymore. Yeah. So, she's been... On a terrace, and I love her new theme music too. As a matter of fact, WWE, can you just release all these new theme songs? Because I'm kind of itching for a playlist. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, we kind of got off raw, but I would like to go ahead and circle back. Uh, okay. How you guys feel about this Edge and Randy Orton match that might happen at Backlash? Uh, I love it because Randy's basically saying, Yeah, you're in shape, you can fight, but can you wrestle, you bitch? <laughs> Tell me, Camp, how you feeling about this one? Uh, edges in it. I'm digging it. However, I don't see him winning the wrestling match. It's going to go three matches. And uh, my timeline might be wrong. I'm thinking Hell in a Cell for finishing, for finishing it. Maybe SummerSlam. Yeah. SummerSlam. Summer, I can't remember what Hell in a Cell was. Yeah, but I'm liking this too, cause you know, like Randy said, you know, you could fight, but this is where we're gonna see what Edge can do, what Edge can do with a wrestling match, and it, it's gonna prove whether Edge still has that chess mentality that he always had. He was like, uh, to move a crowd, it's all about the way the match goes and reacting to people's emotions and things like that, mm -hmm. and without an audience, 
Edge is going to have a hard time with this, but maybe Florida will have audiences again back by the time because it's Florida. Um, I, I do have to say I, I like the fact that he's in a program with Orton. If anybody is going to take care of and know how to take care of Edge in these matches to fit, to feel it out, it's going to be Orton. I, I, I applaud them for, for for having this program together. Yeah, he's one know? of the best, man. Orton's one of the best. And yeah. like he said, yeah. he, he had to earn that spot even though he was handed it and fucked it up. He yeah. had to uh-huh. earn it back. Yeah, and he's uh, Edge and Orton. Are, uh, you know, they're uh, familiar with each other. Real life friends. Yeah, I think right. is, I think Orton's the right person to put uh, with Edge for these next few matches. Orton yeah. is tan as hell. Where is he getting his tan from? Florida. <laughs> Never mind, Florida. <laughs> they play by their own rules, even during this quarantine. It's Florida, dude. It's let Florida be Florida. I guess. Because AEW had audience members. Yeah, they did. AEW was actually pretty lit this week, I thought. Teddy, did you watch AEW? I'm behind. I I was behind on it, and Gunner started pointing some things out, so I started watching a little bit of it. And they are on fire. And the the to me, like the highlight of AEW is always going to be Chris Jericho and Jake the Snake Roberts. Absolutely. Like, Jake is putting on these promos to say that I don't care how long it's been, I am still one of the best promoers in, uh, in wrestling. In wrestling, period. Mm-hmm. Like, and I love this uh, matchman he's got with uh, Lance, Lance Archer. Archer. You know, that's a good manager and managee relationship. relationship there, you know, because Jake gives Lance Archer credibility and Lance Archer can handle the work in the ring. And he's doing it, too. And I know you're hoping that he wins the tournament, but I'm hoping that Cody wins the tournament because Cody really does need a win right now, especially for a championship. Every championship match he's had, he's lost. He's banned himself from getting the world title. And now, like, people need something to believe in when it comes to Cody. It's getting to the point that beating him doesn't mean anything anymore. I mean, people will always find something to believe in with Cody, though, you know? Like, he does do his job as the top babyface pretty well, you know? He knows how to get people behind him. Yeah, I think that this would do more for Lance Archer than it would uh, hurt Cody because Lance Archer is right there on the cusp of doing something great, and I think putting this new TNT title on him with Jake Roberts in his corner, like, those two could run the, the game for a little while, if you catch my meaning. Yeah, they And that's could. stability to a new title. Yeah. Yeah, they could, but, you know, I mean, putting, the ti- putting a, a title on a newbie that people don't really recognize it always doesn't go the way that you think it's going to go. Because remember you said that putting the title on Hangman Page would have been the best thing. We don't know it would have been. And they put it on Jericho. I feel like that was the way to go because it it gives validity to the title, not the person. And it's true, that's true. But, but if you also look at it too, the world have, the world title is a flagship for your entire brand. If you get a new title in, you're getting new talent, why not give a new talent that new title to push that new title? Yeah, that's true too. That's that's a good point. 
I'm just, I mean, I'm torn between which way to go with it because Cody's lost so many championship matches that people are starting to feel like beating him wouldn't mean that much in a championship match. So Lance Archer hasn't lost anything yet. Exactly. So I think that this streak should continue. And I think, like I said, he could really uh, build up that TNT title. I mean, they could just have Cody win it initially and have Lance Archer taken from him on the next show. I mean, Cody, I would not consider Cody Rose to be a mid-card talent. And that's another thing about having a main event talent hold the mid, be the first one to hold the mid-card title. You know, I think they should give it to someone who's going to be wrestling guys like Darby Allin and... Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara, and Kip Saban, other people like that. You know, I don't think Cody would be down there wrestling them. Hell, Cody's uh, busy. Him and uh, his elite, uh, the elite guys, well, they Cody's, got uh, the yeah, inner circle. He is in like fifty, 50 different storylines. Like Cody's pretty that's, busy. That's right another now. thing. They can't keep spreading the talent so thin. Right. Kenny Omega's got so many storylines going on. I don't understand why he's got new partners every time I turn around. <laughs> I don't know, and he's tag champions with Hangman Page, but he's teaming with the Bucks and Cody and uh, that that Michael Nakazawa guy. Yeah, he just came out of nowhere in my like. I've never, I did not see him before. Him and Omega teamed up that one time. Yeah, this week he teamed with Matt Hardy. You know, he's got a lot going on. Yeah, <laughs> Omega and Cody. You know, they're pretty much. Uh, Spreading themselves pretty thin, as they say. Yeah, so maybe the, it would be the best idea to put the TV title on on Lance Archer. Right. And have you know. Cody in some major feuds that'll keep other things right. going. Right, because he's still got the inner circle. Right. Yeah, that's true. What about uh Jericho beating the shit out of Vanguard 1? <laughs> oh, man, that was great. I love when Chris Jericho cuts promos on Vanguard <laughs> I swear, see he's that's the how only good Jericho is. I can, he can think of that can cut a promo on an inanimate object. It is still be hilarious. Like listening to him offer Vanguard One a spot, a spot in, in the, the inner, inner circle, <laughs> and he get upset when he won't take it. Because <laughs> Jericho's gold. He is anything he does. Anything he does, Teddy the champ. You're correct. Anything he does, and that's the thing. That's why I say. Jericho's the best way to go when you're talking about putting the title on someone because this man can cut a promo on something that doesn't even talk back <laughs> and straight make it like he's talking back to him. Right, right. Like he understands a fucking drone. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think about uh, the exalted one, Brody Lee? I'm really digging this story too. You know, him and Moxley. You know, because... I think that this is really showing how good of a talent Luke Harper was. You know, I think the what WWE... What he really could have been. I think the WWE might have dropped the ball on this one. Well, they... they I might have. Did. They did, and I said they did a long time ago. When I, he first left the Wyatt family, I was calling for a singles run from him. And no, I liked what they did with the... With the what the fuck? The the Golden Axe bosses. The Tag Team brothers. brothers. Yes, that was amazing. He said Again, the Golden Axe bosses. Way too early. <laughs> yeah, they cool. never gave him what he needed. Eric Rowan finally getting a push. We're going to cut him. Thank you, Corona. Fuck. Are you serious? 
Yeah, I mean, when he was with the Wyatt family, it was so much crazy shit. But I think their chance was when Randy Orton and him have that five-star match. Him and Randy Orton had this huge feud when Randy was, like, uh, teaming with Bray Wyatt. And they had this great singles match, and people were behind them. Yeah, most definitely. Because, you know, I was not really sure I really felt this Dark Order thing. You know, with all the masked guys and just saying, you know, wait till the exalted one gets here. Wait till the exalted one gets here. You know, it was kind of hit and miss for me until that exalted one turned out to be one Brody Lee. Yeah. Because and when he showed up, it, it kicked it to a new level. It did. It definitely did. I like uh, this uh, classic story about him stealing the AEW title and, you know, he's he has to be announced as the AEW champion now. Cause you know, it, it, I love the way he treats the minions as like you guys need to step up to my level or you can't roll with me type shit. We wear suits and ties. We don't want to be looked at as dirty. Yeah. And like he's really like like a mob boss. Yeah, I can definitely get that feel from him. Yeah, I, I like Moxley now too. You know, since he uh, I've never liked. Him. I didn't like sorry. him in WWE, but I really am digging John Moxley. Though I've, I've liked his promo skills, but as far as an in-ring worker, he does pretty good matches. I mean, I can't name one besides the hell in the cell he had with Seth Rollins. I mean, since he's left the WWE, though, he's been he's been having pretty entertaining matches. Name right? one. Why are you going to put me on the you. spot like this, Art? Because there isn't any. There is. There, hey. It's always either just beat him up, blood, bats, and barbed wire. That's or, what he does, though. You see, a consistent worker is sometimes better than one where you have to uh, have one great match and then not so many uh, great matches after that. You but know? I'm saying, or you can have matches. consistent great matches like a person like Seth Rollins or uh, a Drew not McIntyre. All matches, or, not all of uh, Seth's matches Charlotte are great, are. Or something like But I can't remember any great ones from him. He's consistently a good match person, Art. Not to say that he's not top-level talent. I get it. But name one classic that he's had. He hasn't. Well, he's still young in his in his career. I hope time. so, because people are like, "Oh, the match with him and Kenny Omega was just so great," and I can't even remember a spot. Sorry, yeah, wait, wait to suck the air out of the room, Mark. Sorry, I can't. Wait up! I can't. Hey. I just don't think that Dean Ambrose or John Moxley, and don't get me wrong, this is just my opinion, just a hot take from me. I don't think he's heavyweight championship material. Way to suck Boom. the out of the room. Man. I said it. Hey, now Teddy's silent on the other end. Oh, I'm trying to figure out how I'm supposed to come back to that. Not okay. So... Sorry. I guess it depends to me what you consider heavyweight champion material. Because if you're looking for a guy that's going to go out there and do what the company needs him to do, if I'm not mistaken, that's what he was doing in WWE. 
where he was a heavyweight champion. Now he's in AEW where he can go back to more of his hardcore fucking deathmatch type rules and he's putting on hella shows. Maybe not five star matches technically wise, but they're entertaining. His promos are entertaining. Mm-hmm. I think he's a he's a good fit for what they're doing right now. He's a face that everybody recognizes no matter what. Which mm-hmm. with as young as AEW is having him be the champ right now having just left WWE and everything else is perfect I I, I don't get me wrong John Moxley seems like the exact type of person I would love to hang out with I love to have a beer with him he's no nonsense straight to the point no bullshit love that but I just don't enjoy his matches. Well, I feel like, you know, I can kind of uh, tell by watching him that Moxley's enjoying what he's doing nowadays. And that's a lot and more and than I he was. That he's enjoying it, so he's making me enjoy it. You know, he's giving yes. us more of, you know, the enjoyment factor because he's getting involved with it himself, you know? And I'm happy you guys feel that way. I I think that they pushed him, I think they're pushing him pretty good. haven't been able to sit through a full John Moxley match since him and Jericho in WWE. Oh, aren't you close-minded? I'm wow. not. <laughs> I'm wow. definitely not close-minded. <laughs> I'm definitely not. But I just don't see the appeal in John Moxley. He's for them guys that like the the. He's for the people that like the wrestlers that are you know out there and crazy I've and loved, everything. I've loved his promos that he like. He that's that's his biggest appeal in my opinion. Like he is pretty good on the. Mic. I haven't liked them in AEW though. I like I've, his promos. I've loved his stuff in WWE where he thought it was the shittiest thing he's ever done, but he's like, okay, I'll go do it. I like his promos in AEW. You know, he's got... For some reason, they were more entertaining when he hated the shit. Because, like, when he was doing the... you... The gas mask promos. And when he was going out there with the ketchup and mustard guns and shit like that. And putting shit in Seth Rollins' money in the bank briefcase and stuff like... Like, that stuff was entertaining to me. But as far as this stuff that he's doing in AEW, where he's like... I don't know. The most entertaining thing he's did to me was steal Jericho's keys when he like tricked the inner circle saying he was with them. And he's like, he cut this whole promo. He drunk champagne with them. He tipped bottles with them, took the car. He's like, hell yeah. And then at the end, he was like, oh yeah, I was just kidding. <laughs> you see, that's one of his, that's a, that's a humor he's got there. You know, I think uh, he does have pretty good promos in AEW. So, like I said, that's that's his, his biggest appeal, in my opinion, is his promo work. You know, the man is entertaining on the mic, Arch. Well, I'm uh, he is, he is. Yes, he I'll is. give him, I'll give him the credit. He's dope on the mic. He's he cuts great promos. My guy is like solid in the ring. Don't get me wrong, he's not the best. Well, he doesn't have to be, but the he's best solid. Arch. Yeah, you don't have. You, that's apparent. Good matches are uh, more long uh, term and everything. Than I, I'm just going to say that matches. good matches are subjective. You, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. There are just certain ones that you just can't deny. Yeah, I feel you. But other than that, all matches are subjective. 
Because there are a lot of people that don't like some of my favorite wrestlers. Like Too Cold Scorpio. Everybody hates him. Why? I don't know. Why? People just say that, you know, he's not championship material. Not as Flash Funk anyway. Too Cold was dope back in the day. <laughs> but could you see Flash Funk that. as WWE champion? That was a stupid gimmick. Okay? That's it what I'm saying. A stupid gimmick but it was WWE. dope to me. I, I as a black guy, as Flash Funk is WWE champion, but that's because they gave him one of those cartoon gimmicks. But look, gimmicks. as a black guy who loved hip hop, who loved dancing, who loved beautiful women, that was dope to me. But you can see the Godfather as that. Not you know can see the Godfather as WWE champion either. Not as the Simpson the Holes guy. But he was the most popular thing in WWE. But does that mean that you make a good WWE champion, Arj? Boom. No, so, not at all. Boom. So, Moxley, to me, doesn't make a good WWE champion. See, here we go. He always got to bring Moxley, it back. Moxley, Moxley wasn't a WWE champion, though. Yeah, he was. He was a WWE champion. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, Dean Ambrose, Ambrose was a WWE, WWE champion. Still. Like, I, I, I thought Dean Ambrose was all right, but John Moxley is Dean Ambrose times 10. I, uh, yes. Okay, I get it. He still doesn't make a great champion. I, I would have rather Chris Jericho still had the belt. I think he does. Like I think. Either way, can we move on from well. this? Because we're not. We're just gonna agree to disagree. How about that? All right. <laughs> Moxley's not my favorite. What do you guys think of this whole uh, Becky Lynch situation? You know, uh, being a mother and everything. Are you guys gonna miss her? Nope. Yes. Nope. Yes. Absolutely not. Well, Teddy, uh, why don't you uh, tell us your feelings on it? Well, aside from personal feelings where I just want to say a big fuck you to Seth Rollins, I mean, <laughs> good for her. You know, if anybody has earned it and deserves it, let Becky go have a baby. Let Becky, let Rebecca Quinn go and be happy in life. That's if she wants to come back, cool. Door is always going to be open for her. They're never going to turn her away. But you know what? If this is what you choose to do, then by all means, you have everybody else's blessings. Who gives a fuck what anybody else thinks? Go do you. And she's got congratulations, Becky. Name it too. is true, Tony the Champ. Very well said. Very well said. Okay, uh, I'm not gonna miss her in the wrestling ring. I am gonna miss the fact that she didn't get a chance to put somebody over. Somebody deserved to win that title off of her. Um, that's kind of messed up, but that's the way life goes, dude. People have ended in worse ways. I mean, Ben Failure had the title stripped from him. <laughs> Uh, Batista quit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There are a lot of people that had injuries that didn't even get to defend their championship. And even worse, there are a lot of people in the quarantine that don't get to d- defend their title. Yeah, yeah. People Pete, like Jordan Devlin. Pete Dunne. People like Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Speaking of Sami Zayn, what do you guys think about uh, him getting stripped and everything and him uh, starting a tournament? I, I love I love tournaments, but why are you going to strip him for something he has no control over? I don't like it, dude. I don't. As a matter of fact, I think both tournaments are whack. The cruiserweight thing, yeah, I'm not really feeling that I one think either. I'm not feeling cruiserweight at all. I'm not feeling that one either, to be honest. That's no. whack. The Intercontinental title tournament is whack. Like, a tournament is supposed to be to win a shot at the title or... A vacant title. These titles aren't vacant. Right. It's just like 
And I was watching Impact this week, which I haven't watched in a long time. Wow. And fucking Moose brings back the TNA title while Tessa is still the Impact champion. I don't know what they're doing with that one. I heard that, and I don't know what's going on there. Like, what the fuck is up with this shit, dude? If they don't, if if they don't give the titles up, then they're still going to be known as champions. So having a whole what? tournament in order for them to lose to the champion at the end to fucking try to, what do they call it, uh, merge the belts together or whatever, that's stupid, dude. I think It's that, just making a lot of people look bad. I think that they need their a champion to be in that spot right now. And, you know, I understand Jordan Devlin, you know, he can't. You know he's uh, he's quarantining at home, and I respect Sammy what Zayn's about- opinion. I respect Sammy Zayn's uh, wishes to not come out with this, and if he doesn't feel comfortable, you, you know you shouldn't make him come out. I understand that. Yeah, it's, but we it's need dangerous. an intercontinental champion. I won't let my people come out either. Wait, 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 wait! wait. We need an intercontinental champion, but we had weeks without Andrade because of injury. We had weeks without that- Andrade without Andrade because of or Brock test. How is it any different? Or Brock Lesnar, for that matter. Brock Lesnar was just willingly gone. I just okay. Teddy the Champ just brought up the biggest point that nobody's talking about. If you're upset with this, this should probably be your biggest gripe. Why didn't Andrade get stripped? Why didn't Brock Lesnar get stripped? We all know Brock plays by his own damn rules, Art. Okay, people Brock, compare Brock's Brock Lesnar. People comparing Brock Lesnar's situation to Sami Zayn's situation, I don't think that they're in the same boat here, you know? Yeah, it's not fair, but I'm just saying, like, let the champions stay in quarantine, dude. We're all going through this shit. We're all going through this. My wife hasn't been out of the house since the beginning of fucking February, damn near. I understand that, and they're not... I don't think they're trying to punish anybody. They just... One of the Intercontinental Champion and a Cruiserweight How champion. long have you been stuck in the house? I've been here a while. Since the end of March. March. Yeah, so no, I, we are all going through this together, so we all should understand that he's quarantined. I understand. They're not trying to make him come out, are they? Exactly. We don't need a champion right now. We don't need an Intercontinental Champion. We went much we without one anyway. And, right, we Shinsuke have enough champions never in really wrestled up. for it. While he was champion, how many Intercontinental title matches do you remember him having? Yeah, I understand what you're saying, Art. Like, the Intercontinental title is kind of devalued at this point. Boom! It hasn't been important since the men's had it. I understand what you're saying. So, just let it ride. We're all going through this together. Let that shit die down. I mean, the things that we are getting, I'm happy that we're getting that. Nobody's trying right. to make them come out, Art. And the only place we're getting it is Florida. <laughs> Florida. That's it. But before we run out of time, I want to talk about NXT because, to me, I'm excited about the shit that's going on there. My guy Cameron Grimes got the biggest win of his life over Ben Failure. Are you, are you made it sound like he just pinned him, Art. Damian Priest got involved in that match. A win is a win is a win. Oh, yeah, I understand yeah, that. Getting involved and getting a clean, straight one pinfall, you know, just pinfall win, they're not exactly the same thing. But I've noticed that Damian Priest has been coming out and giving Cameron Grimes the win over a lot of people. He's given the win over Donovan Dijakovic. He's given the win over Finn, Ben Failure. He's His gave name. Him... Never mind. Just go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, you, you just go again. I was just going to tell you his name is Finn Balor. Go ahead. Okay, his Keep name going. is Finn Balor. I like to call him Ben Failure. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. He's going to get beat up one of these days, man. I'm telling you. I probably will get my ass kicked by Ben Failure. But in the end, when I'm laying there bloody and bruised, I'm going to say, hey, I didn't hear no bell, Ben Failure. <laughs> You just got to mock the Rocky movies while you're at it. I'm just saying. Oh, cool. My guy Cameron Grimes is on the come up, and I'm waiting for him to get this shot at Keith Lee, and Damian Bruce is going to interfere in that. What do you say, Cameron? He already did. Grimes already got his shot at Keith Lee. In a triple threat. Didn't they already have a one-on-one match as well? I thought they did. I believe they did, like three, four weeks ago. Well, yeah, I believe so. Seems to me he's working his way back up that ladder. Like, I didn't really like Trevor Lee, but I could get behind camera guys a little bit, you know? Like, he's going on me, as they say. I used to watch Trevor Lee when he was in Impact, and he was the x champion. You know, I didn't really like Trevor. Oh, one more thing before we go. What about this Mustafa Ali shit with the truth will be told? We don't know what Mustafa Ali are. That's that the, is Mustafa Ali. That's the happening. We don't know. A blind man could see that. <laughs> Just because he uses the light thing that Mustafa Ali uses, it does not mean that it's automatically Mustafa Ali. That is Mustafa Ali. We don't that know. Is Mustafa. I want to know what he's going to expose next. That's I'm excited. Like I, I can't wait. Do you remember like that? Uh, what was it? GTV back in yep. the day. Yep. When Goldust was exposing everybody. When. <laughs> yeah, I'm yep. watching that point right now. You know, he's got the cameras in the locker room. Yeah, and like yep. Vince P's on coach, and <laughs> and he showed Mark Henry in bed with someone, and yeah. the uh-huh. Edge and uh, Alicia Fox storyline, and yep. like this is like some back in the day type shit right here. Yep. And the first thing he exposed was Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, and that all blew up into. A nice storyline right now. Yeah. But before, yeah, I understand what you're saying and everything, Art. You know, I'd like to, right. uh, I'd like to, to wait till the hacker reveals himself to see who it is. It's Mustafa Ali. We don't know. It's Mustafa Ali. <laughs> no, I, I didn't know you guys were in WWE Kratom. Uh, no. <laughs> Gunner. Helen, Helen Keller knows that's Mustafa Ali. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Guys, Cyclops can see that without his shades on. <laughs> yeah, but what do you guys think about Otis and uh, Money in the Bank briefcase? Cause I, I was just about to bring that up. Yeah, go ahead, Ted. Yes. Oh, you know what? Okay, 100%, I'm not going to lie. I was all about Aleister Black winning that match. Anybody who knows me, I'm all about Aleister Black. Otis winning it is great because... And here's what I think is going to happen. He doesn't. He doesn't want the heavyweight title. That's not his title. He wants the tag team titles. So, what's to stop him from cashing in on the tag team titles, hereby creating a match that I've wanted for the past seven years at least, a tag team money in the bank ladder match as well. That's what I think is going to happen. I love the fact that he's got the belt. And I think it's going to be or the the briefcase, and I think it's going to be awesome seeing what he does with it because I think he's going to be entertaining with it for a while before it's cashed in go Otis boom 
Boom. I had the briefcase is still better looking than Mandy Rose. I, I had <laughs> that prediction a long time ago. I said that by Oscar winning, I thought Oscar and Otis both being in tag teams, this could be the first year that both briefcases were were uh, cashed in on tag teams. And that was very exciting for me. And then to, like, I didn't think of the fact that they could create a tag team money in a briefcase just to prevent somebody from keep cashing in on tag teams. Yeah, I mean, it is. Like, Teddy the Jam just made up a match, in my opinion. <laughs> Boom, you heard it here. Yeah, you heard it here first. You heard it here on the Sons of Legends first. But anyway, yeah, I'm, I like that Otis probably is going to go cash in on uh, the New Day and become the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, you know. I think that uh, it's it's an interesting way to do the money in the bank. And I don't know, they, they say the title is pushing for a second Otis second more. As Can a I swerve you for person. a second? A what? I'm going to swerve you for a second because he's not going to cash in on the New Day. Bobby Roode's going to come back and somehow Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode are going to end up with the champs. Otis is going to take those tag team titles off of Dolph Ziggler. Done. Makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. Especially with Sonya Deville in his corner. I like that pairing. Yeah. I like that pairing as well. Sonya Deville is looking good these days. But anyway, yeah, as, she I, is. as I was saying, you know, I think that uh they are trying to push Otis more as a single superstar. You know, he was in the uh the main event this week on yep. SmackDown. With Braun. And he got a little bit he got a lot of airtime this week on SmackDown. You know, so if they were going to uh Try to do the universal title thing with Otis. It know. probably could work too. Right. You know, as long as they keep building them up though. That cartwheel was amazing, Otis. <laughs> the cartwheel. <laughs> Man. That's funny. Uh hey, that's all I got right now. Anybody got anything else they want to say before we run out? I'm I'm tapped. I don't I'm I'm out of ideas. <laughs> Teddy. Final thoughts? Yep, final give thoughts. Us the final bro. thoughts. All right, so I'm going to congratulate Asuka on winning the Money in the Bank and the championship. I'm going to congratulate Becky Lynch and wish her well on motherhood. I'm going to congratulate Otis on winning the Money in the Bank. I'm going to actually, and no one said anything about this, congratulate Braun Strowman on successfully defending against Bray. We'll see what happens when he fights the Fiend. Other than that, thanks for having me on again. It's been a blast as always. 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 Um, I want to congratulate Walt Harris for stepping back into the octagon a year after his daughter was killed. Uh, Anaya was killed last year at the age of 19 years old. And this week, uh, Walt Harris had his first UFC bout. And uh, unfortunately, he lost in second round by TKO. But kudos to him for stepping back in there, man. That takes a mm-hmm. lot of heart and guts to even step back in the octagon after what you've been through. So, Good luck sure. in the future, dude. Uh, Gunner, tell them where to reach you, bro. Uh, Matt Lindsay on Facebook. Matt Lindsay 637 on Instagram. Good God. What? Teddy, tell them where to reach you, bro. You can find me on Facebook at Teddy Duchamp. And that's about it because I've let the other ones kind of go for now. You know, our <laughs> dog one on Instagram, our dog three on Twitter, and Arthur Quinn on Facebook. Hit us up at the Sons of Legends 21 at gmail.com and give us your arguments or whatever you want to talk about. Uh, this has been the Sons of Legends. Thanks, Teddy Duchamp, for joining us. You the man, Anytime. Ted. Thank you. All right. Have a, have a good one. We'll see you guys next week.
Peace.